You're listening to From Fear to Love. I'm your host, Alma Lee. It's interesting this uh, morning. I wasn't really feeling discouraged as much as I was feeling um, a little bit of lack in the inspiration department. My buddy Chris, I asked him, I said, what should I make the next episode of my podcast about? And he suggested discouragement. It was funny because I, I think that's great. I think that that is a a tremendous topic that can be beneficial to people. So what do I think? What do I think about discouragement? I get discouraged. Absolutely, I get discouraged. Um, there's a few areas in my life that I, I, demonst- I, I typically I just don't share because I'm discouraged about them and I don't want to discourage other people. Um, when I'm scrolling through Instagram or Facebook Twitter, TikTok, any of your social media platforms. And if I see someone post something that is somewhat negative in tone, I don't ever want to be that person. I never want to, not to say that there's anything wrong with it. It's just not something that um, I choose to express openly because I don't want people to kind of catch what I have. So if I'm having a day where I feel discouraged, I don't typically express that. But, uh, you know, shout out to Chris, Chris Dodson, my uh, executive producer for my audiobooks, for making that suggestion because he shined a light on to something that I typically do subconsciously, which is to avoid the expression of discouragement. I think this is a wonderful opportunity to talk about that because I'm, I'm always talking about being authentic. And yes, absolutely, I get discouraged. I'm being completely honest. The areas in which I feel discouraged the most is in relationship to my kids. Because as a parent, that's uh, an area where we become so attached to a particular outcome. We get very attached to our children and their success and the type of people that they turn into and how that reflects upon us. And are we doing a good job? Are we being fair? Are we making good conscientious decisions when it comes to how we encourage support our children and so yeah I get I I get discouraged from time to time so what what do I have to offer when it comes to discouragement here's what I will say to that everyone gets discouraged it's a normal part of life it is a normal part of life no matter how successful you feel or how other people perceive you to be you know it's normal It's normal to have second thoughts. It's normal to be discouraged when it comes to how you interpret the outcome of a particular event or situation to play out. And when it doesn't play out the way that you had hoped or the way you had envisioned, it's easy to get discouraged. It's easy to second guess yourself and wonder, am I doing, am I screwing up right now? (laughs) Am I making good decisions in my life moving forward? Did I, did I make the the wrong call, you know, on a particular situation. I have conversations with myself from time to time and I will second guess a decision that I made, but here's how I move through that. Here's how I decide and and work through that is if it's in relationship to something that I've already done and maybe I'm questioning, oh man, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have, you know, responded that way. Instead of picking it apart as, as though it is a mistake, I look at it as a lesson. 
And what did I learn from this? How can I glean value out of that experience? Because I promise you that you can learn a lesson out of anything. You can definitely derive a positive outcome from a situation that didn't play out the way you wanted it to. There's always a lesson there. There's always opportunity for learning. Now, do I ever get discouraged about the future? Of course. Of course I do. Um, I'm not a mind reader. I, I can't uh, forecast and predict how things are going to play out. The only thing that I can do is use my life wisdom and my, my background to make decisions that are in, in concert with the desired outcome. So I make those choices. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Do I ever allow myself to become overly worried? I mean, not for extended periods, I don't. Here's the thing about discouragement. If you get caught up in the vacuum, the, the you know, mentality, maybe you wake up in a bad mood. Maybe you wake up feeling, you know, sad or un, unsure of yourself and you're second guessing yourself and you think that, you know, maybe everything that you've done so far along the way is, has been a screw up or a mistake. Here's what I'll say to that. Everything that we do, Every experience that we have, we interpret that experience one of two ways. We either interpret our environment logically or emotionally. And most of the time when we're feeling discouraged, we are interpreting that experience emotionally because we have uh, an attachment to a particular outcome. And so we have that emotional response to that, which manifests in discouragement and questioning ourselves, second-guessing ourselves. So my answer to that is, think of it logically. Think of it logically. Um, I, you know, I never want to minimize what someone is experiencing. I never want to tell someone that the way that they're feeling is invalid. I, I mean, being discouraged is a very valid experience. But what is it teaching you? I think that there is a lesson to be learned there. I definitely think that you pull out of that emotional sadness, if you will, um, that is associated with the discouragement, whatever negative feeling you're having, and look at it logically. What is it that you are worried about? What is it that you're concerned about? You know, it's, it's important to, to be aware of your interpretation. It's important to understand that you have the power and the authority to identify what your concerns are logically. You're worried about your course of action in your job, for instance. You, you're second-guessing the efforts that you put forth in the world. You're second-guessing the quality of your work, maybe the level of appreciation or compensation that you're receiving for your work. Maybe that's a point of discouragement. Logically, I would ask you to look at that and, and question, what am I frustrated about? What is it about this situation I have power over? What can I change about this? You know, and then also consider the perspective of everything in your life that you have experienced from an adversity standpoint, you've survived. Granted, things didn't turn out the way that you wanted them to in the past. I'm certain of that. And you've been discouraged before, but you're here. You've survived it. You've overcome that. So that's a logical assertion as well 
is to have the perspective that no matter what happens, you're going to overcome it. You just might not have the particular outcome that you are attached to emotionally. So what I'm trying to do here today is to help you disentangle some of the unnecessary distress that's, you know, that's in, in, enmeshed, if you will, in that discouragement mindset. You know, I, I think that there's value in sort of sinking into your feelings. I always tell people, feel, feel your feelings. Feel what you're feeling. If it's a negative response, feel it. But don't stay there. Don't live there. Don't adopt that as your mindset. You know, I've worked with people too that uh, sort of have adopted a negative mindset, uh, a, a state of victimhood, if you will. You know, that's problematic because you can choose to feel better about anything because you have that autonomy as an individual. I would even encourage you to consider what do other people think about you when you have that mindset all the time? Do you even care? Do you care that other people see you as a victim? Do you care that other people see you as sort of this negative person who, uh, you know, is always, you know, poo-pooing other people's ideas and poo-pooing ideas of improving your situation? Do you live in a state of discouragement? Why? What's the purpose in that? Why, why not choose a more positive mindset? Um, and I'm not talking about being delusional. I'm just talking about being more positive by adopting a more positive perspective because you can choose to do that. And I speak with, uh, you know, I speak with some uh, expertise in that because that was me, you know, a long time ago, a long time ago, I was sort of in this negative vacuum. It wasn't that I felt like I was a victim. It was more or less uh, my nihilism, my what's the point in all of this mindset. There's no point in all of this. You know, this is just kind of a shitty life and you just got to grit and bear it and move through it. I mean... Yeah, some people experience life to a different degree and struggle to a higher degree than other people. I understand that. But, and, and I'm not sitting here saying that you should just have a better attitude. I'm telling you that you have the choice to have a better attitude. And I am attempting to encourage that because if you have a better attitude, if you have a more positive perspective in life, you will cultivate a mindset of gratitude which leans into all, all parts resilient. So discouragement is momentary. Discouragement doesn't last. If you allow it to last, then it'll last. But if you choose a more positive perspective, the points of discouragement are like, I don't know, riding a wave, surfing, if you will. You can't control the flow of the water. You can't control how that wave is going to, you know, work its way out. But eventually it will work its way out because it can't maintain that forward, you know, the forward flow. So you just kind of have to ride it out. And that's the same thing with adversity, with anything that is, you know, causing you discouragement, ride it out. Look at it logically. What's this doing for me? How is this pushing me forward? Adversity is key to change. Comfort is the enemy to growth. There is a positive purpose in all things that are adverse. I'm not discounting pain. I'm not discounting grief. I'm not discounting uh, having a bad day, feeling bad, physical pain, manifestations of health conditions 
that cause emotional disruptions that result in a mindset of discouragement. I'm not discounting any of that. All of that is valid. All of that is legitimate. You have every right to feel your feelings and to move through that. Absolutely. I'm just here to encourage you to not stay there. Allow it to play itself out. Learn the lesson that's in there. How can you glean a positive mindset from that? What can you do that is going to evolve you into a better version of yourself? How can you derive a benefit from your point of discouragement, from this adversity, from the adverse condition that you're existing in? How can you move through that from a more positive mindset that is cultivated from a place of gratitude? You know, I, I understand the victim mentality. I understand people who uh, consistently stay in a negative mindset because it's all they know. Because, you know, by and large, human beings, we learn through watching other people. And so if you've never really had someone in your circle to demonstrate a healthier mindset or, you know, giving you that third-party permission that I often talk about to do better, think better, think more positively, to encourage yourself then of course you're going to stay stagnant. And of course you're going to exhibit discouraging features about your current condition. Because if you're not thoughtfully considering doing something different, why would you? Why would you? I'm the same way. I get caught up in the routine aspects of life. It's, you know, who am I to sit here and judge somebody who normally moves through life in a negative mindset? I'm just here saying you don't have to do that. You don't have to stay in a, a negative mindset. If you are having consistent emotional thoughts that are negative about your current condition, I'm challenging you. I'm encouraging you, suggesting to you that you think about what is the benefit to this? What's the benefit to this circumstance? And it's not easy to do. I know that. But it is a practice that you can lean into. And it, it's, you know, what's the benefit to it? Why, why change? Why change? Well, what are you getting from being discouraged? What are you getting from allowing yourself to stay in that negative space? Maybe are you deriving a sense of external validation in uh, sympathy? Do you enjoy having other people sympathize with you? Is that the outcome that you're enjoying that you would have to sacrifice if you changed your attitude into a more positive mindset? Would you sacrifice the sympathy or perceived empathy in other people who look to you as, you know, oh man, this person, you know, they, they're really struggling. I'm just encouraging you to think about it. If you're discouraged, just ask yourself, why am I discouraged? Write it down. Why am I discouraged? What is it about, you know, I'm feeling right now that is causing me to just feel negative? And then ask yourself too, what can I change? Can you change your attitude? Can you change your perspective? Can you look at things differently? Can you derive a sense of um, uh, something to be learned from that experience? And if so, what is it? You know, um, if I wake up, you know, um, particularly I, I'll get like a, a spot, this spot in my back that has a tendency to seize up, you know, when you as you get older, you know, those muscles and bones don't really work together like they used to. 
Um, I've thrown my back out just making my bed before, not even doing anything really of any kind of exertion, but just moving a different way. And being in physical pain can absolutely affect your emotional well-being. Um, I, I know that if my back is hurting or if I have a headache, that colors my whole damn day for sure. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm not immune to being discouraged. Um, but I, I also take time for self-care to make sure that I'm paying attention to those sort of physical markers that's telling me to slow down. It's telling me that I need to take care of something that's maybe not in direct alignment with what my, uh, my attachments are to the outcome. In other words, I had my outcome is, you know, I want to achieve a particular goal or goals that day, but I'm unable to do that because my back is killing me. And so I get that residual emotional play out of, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm slacking off today. I feel lazy because I can't do what I wanted to do. And I'm pushing off my goals or I'm failing, if you will. And then that can sink you down into that point of discouragement. I'm just telling you that pay attention to your body. Pay attention to how you're feeling. Pay attention to your mood. And if your goals that you set for yourself for that day are unattainable due to the, the need for some self-care, then allow that. Don't be so attached to the goal setting in the time frame that you think it's great to have goals. It's wonderful to have goals. But if your body or if your emotional state is causing you to take a knee, to, to take a step back and to you know, fulfill uh, something that, that your body needs. Maybe you need to take a nap. Maybe you need to drink some water. You know, it's okay. It's okay. We have to take care of ourselves in order to attain those goals. In order to be able to think clearly so that we're able to articulate what we want to do next. These are just all different ways of picking apart those moments of being discouraged. And just remember, it's momentary. It doesn't last. Nothing good lasts and nothing bad lasts. Nothing lasts. Everything in life is impermanent. So keep that in mind too. Because when you realize that everything is impermanent, your gratitude grows in moments of joy because you're, you're able to appreciate it in the moment. And also, it, you know, it, it is the fundamentals of resiliency because when you realize that those moments of discouragement don't last, you know that you're going to come back from that as well. It's important. Self-care is critical. Being mindful of not being too hard on yourself is critical. And knowing that the discouragement features don't last. They don't last. But definitely feel it. Feel it. Give it the time that it needs because if you don't, it'll keep happening. Anything that you're struggling with deserves your attention. Just don't stay there. Give it an adequate amount of time to, to pay attention to it. Whatever is upsetting you, whatever is causing you issues, you're second guessing, maybe you're having an emotional response to something, you're expressing or feeling thoughts of regret or you're experiencing grief, pay attention to it. Look at it and don't be fearful of it. Process through it. Journal it. Call a therapist, schedule some, some time to, to go and talk to someone and work through it. Whatever is bothering you deserves your attention because it won't go away until you give it the attention it, it needs. But on the other end of that, also remember that you do have to move out of that in order to move forward. And that's what I do. 
That's how I metabolize these moments. But a lot of times, you know, if I get discouraged and I'm just kind of in my head and, and I'm like upset about something that didn't pan out the way that I wanted it to, I always do my breathing exercises and engage that parasympathetic nervous response. If you don't know, it's just take a couple of deep breaths, push your diaphragm down. When you push your diaphragm down, when you take a deep, deep breath, your diaphragm pushes down on the vagus nerve in the base of your spine, which triggers the parasympathetic nervous response, which is the calming response. I always, when I'm feeling discouraged, anything negative rather, but talking about discouragement today, I do some deep breathing. Do some deep breathing. And then I also envision the fact that this is just riding a wave. It's not going to last. It's not going to last. And, you know, figure out, is there anything that I can do to achieve something in this moment that's going to change this for me? Do I need to talk to somebody? Do I need to resolve an issue? Do I need to make a phone call to someone? Do I need to apologize? Do I need to receive an apology? Um, do I need to change up my goal setting? Do I need to figure out to, that I need to do something different? Do I need to make a major life decision that I'm not sure I'm ready to do yet? It's important. Write these down. This is going to help you articulate how to move forward, which will lower and lessen those points of frustration and the points of discouragement. But you got to, you got to feel it. You got to feel it. You got to know that it's not going to last and you got to be grateful when you're not discouraged. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today. You know, I love you guys. From fear to love. This has been an LBM production. Please like, subscribe, and share this show. Thanks for listening.